Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It's two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app, and hanging out is definitely what we do here on this oh, show. Wow. Uh, you, can, did, you can listen to Some us. Some things you got to unhear and unsee uh, in this, this place. <laughs> on uh, hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates and wherever you are making us a part of uh, your Monday morning, we appreciate you doing so. We'll take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific right here on FSR. Just an action pack. Act, uh, opening hour to the show here on FSR. I'm traumatized. <laughs> lots of uh, lots of conversations uh, are being uh, are being had here, uh, and uh, so yeah, it was uh, you know just a uh, a wild first hour of the program. Um, can, can I? Uh, well, listen, I have a I have a scenario. I just want to throw at you guys, and if if you've heard this elsewhere. Uh, I haven't heard this elsewhere, so I'm not trying to steal a take. I legitimately have not heard this idea being thrown out. But if I throw, if I give this to you guys, will you at least take it into consideration before you bury it on the air? If I give you this scenario, I'm, are you okay I'm, with that? I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, open. I'm good. I'm okay. open. I'm, I'm listening good. Right. to you. Yeah. Okay. It just depends on how outrageous it sounds, right. like no, no. how quickly into the. You know, uh, the story. Okay. Just, just it, yeah, it depends just, on what the story turns into. Yeah. Okay. Like when you go into the story <laughs> and you're like having fun, you're yeah. thinking don't, one thing, and then next thing you know, yeah. pop. Yeah, like, I don't. Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to keep going with the story once that yeah. happens. Hey, I, we I'm, have to stop. I'm not going to be able finish to, the story. Listen, if we continue, I'm not going to be able to finish the show. <laughs> All right, come on. <laughs> because come I on. just can't. Homie, I just can't. Oh my god, homie. Okay, uh, so so um, here's the scenario. Okay, homie. All right, so um, you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and somebody calls you and they say, "Hey, we are hearing that uh, your former quarterback Tom Brady may be having some second thoughts." And we know that you guys don't want to trade him, but if we offered you a starting caliber quarterback, a top 12 quarterback right now in the league, plus maybe a draft pick or two, would you be open to the discussion? And here's, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are thinking to themselves, okay, that sounds appealing in that regard because the guy that we're bringing in is much better than any of the quarterbacks we have on our roster. If you're the Raiders and you know you got Josh McDaniels and you know you've got front office uh, front office guy from the Patriots previously and you think that you could get Tom Brady to come out of retirement to play with Josh McDaniels and you call up Tampa Bay and say, we'll give you Derek Carr and a couple of picks for Tom Brady. Is that the craziest scenario in the world? No. Okay. Is it the worst idea in the world? Go ahead, Brady. I don't think it's the worst. I just think it's we, – we always get – like right now, for example, we're in our minds conjuring up these ideas, these trade scenarios 
whether it's Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, who's got a whole bunch of stuff off the field legally, which I heard everything along the spectrum of what may happen with him. When I first got there, I'm hearing stuff, people talking about, hey, it's actually worse than you think. There's even more to this. It goes back further. Uh, By the end of the week, people were saying, yeah, but they feel like the criminal charges are going to get dropped. And then that paves the way for a settlement for the civil cases. And then he can move forward, not taking into account the NFL and what they would potentially do to Deshaun Watson. Um, and, And anyway, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole there. But my point is so many people are throwing out trade scenarios it's the NFL. It's not the NBA. It's not, it's not Major League Baseball. It, it's a sport that we just typically don't see as much action, as much movement. So that's the hard thing when you talk about you know, trade scenarios. It's just it's, it's easier said than done. It's easier conjured up and thrown out on a piece of paper or online than in actual reality. Yeah. Is it reasonable to think that Tampa Bay would entertain it? Absolutely. I mean, Tom Brady is at the end of his career. I mean, that's not up for debate. So if you could get some draft stock and and get some some value out of a guy that wasn't even going to play for you, I mean, he's, you're not trading him within the division, right? It's it's not it's not touching you. It's far enough away where it's like out of sight, out of mind, unless for some strange reason Tampa Bay turns out to be good enough where they see them in the Super Bowl, but. Uh- why? Why not entertain that? And the Bucks and Raiders have done a big time trade before the John Gruden uh, trade from uh, the Raiders and the Bucks. Uh, and then look, I, I don't think this is going to happen. But I was just uh, it's over not the weekend. Happen, but it's it, not. You know, it's 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 nice to entertain your continued theories of getting Tom just, Brady back look, into the league. And, and that's why, because I know you guys are sick of me uh, going to the Tom Brady. Uh, is he going to return? Uh, you know, uh, the conversation again. But I, I just you know was thinking about some stuff and thought I would throw that what if scenario. What if would Tom Brady? What if Denver did that? Would that be feasible? uh, Well, first of all, if if Denver's in this all-in, all-or-nothing type of mode, it seems like right now, does that make sense? Okay, Denver pisses me off, and here's why. You talk about a a team that is – if they end up with Aaron Rodgers – I don't want to hear another complaint from a Denver Bronco fan on anything ever again. Not about a call, not about, uh, you know, being wronged, not about, uh, you know, a, a game lost because of this or that or weather conditions or injuries. I don't want to hear anything. If you go from John Elway to Peyton Manning to Aaron Rodgers, three of the top 10 quarterbacks in the history of the NFL, and you didn't draft any of them. They were all via trade because Elway was drafted by Baltimore and got traded there because he refused to play in Baltimore with the Colts. I mean, like there are franchises who have been waiting 40 years to land a franchise quarterback and via trade, they're going to land three over the last 20, 30 years. I I don't want to hear him bitch ever again. If you're the Broncos, I, I, I would love to do a study a study on how many quarterbacks were drafted their teams and won a Super Bowl um, and, and then versus how many were acquired another another way, right, via a trade, whatever the case may be. I, I, and I guess it's hard to, to really go into that because if someone trades before the draft and then take that QB, it really was a trade that got it done, even though the guy was drafted, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yep. I, th- I think it would be an interesting study because I'm thinking, obviously, Tom Brady, who's won the most of anyone – clearly drafted 
by the New England Patriots. Yeah. That was their intent, although it wasn't their intent the first five rounds. It took them to the sixth round. And in fact, I think they drafted someone in the sixth round before Tom Brady. There was a lot of guys they drafted before Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, um, and that's why when people give uh, the Patriots credit, it's like, what do you mean? Yeah. They, they, oh, they but passed. they knew, guys. Yeah. They knew. They knew he was going to come out. <laughs> what, do you, yeah. what do you mean? I mean, like, uh, they lasted 200 picks. I don't understand. Yeah. I, 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 asked, I asked the question, too, to someone, and I said, Drew Bledsoe. If he stays healthy, do you guys have the same amount of success? They're like, no, we couldn't get, wait to get rid of him. I'm like, really, though? I'm like, you guys are pretty good with Drew Bledsoe. They're pretty good. Like, they it's not like Drew good, Bledsoe though. wasn't talented. He was a first-round pick. He was a top, what, 10 pick, top yeah, five pick? They, they went to a Super Bowl with him. And, yeah. and they had just given him a $100 million contract. And Belichick was the guy who signed off on the contract. He just got an extension. Like It was like yeah, a year I, into his extension. But It's just interesting to me how people want to – utilize uh, revisionist history sometimes with the way we look at decision making and how things worked out and, and by the way the fact that they traded him in division to the uh, to the bills should that have been an indicator that maybe they were like all right we're, we're good parting ways it's like when donovan mcnab i didn't got, even remember got, that yeah when donovan sent McNabb, him to the bills like, yeah. yeah you could go wherever you want to go <laughs> stay in the <laughs> we division could care less we're, yeah. we're good but when donovan mcnab got traded to uh, washington uh that, that might have been the indicator that philly was like yeah we're good here well, I, yeah I, I went to the giants but well, I didn't get traded though. That, you know, but I did you know, go in division. That's the A lot of guys like to go in division when they leave, though, if they can. Yeah, Brett Favre. If you want that opportunity, some get back. On yeah, the get back. You know, um, the get back. Yes. Get back, get back yeah, on the get that's back. Right. Uh, all right, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, by the way, Brady, your fastest 40 time. We got uh, LeVar said he ran a 3 2 40. No, uh, what was the, uh, your fastest fast. 40 time ever? Oh, no. I was like, I was not that guy. I, I was like 4 6 5, 4 6 3, somewhere in there. Hey, I, I, I think my average was in the 4 7s or whatever they took from my pro day, but yeah, I was mm. not. I was not a fast, fast guy. I, was, I wouldn't even be you're a fast guy. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. <laughs> Come on. I'm not that guy. Uh, also, uh, you, all these execs that are at the uh, Combine in Indianapolis, uh, just seeing some of them being interviewed yesterday, I think it was uh, Frank Reich I saw interviewed. They look exhausted. Like, uh, at some point, don't you just want to get the hell out of there? Like, you, well, it, I mean, come on, they, they do that to themselves, though. Yeah. They exhaust It's a booze themselves. fest. I, I try to explain to people, it is a booze fest, man. Do they Everyone still huddle there. up at Shoeless? Is Shoeless still a thing? No. At that hotel? Uh, no. I mean, it's there, but it's not as... It's not a it, thing? No. It's Elmo's and Prime 47. Yeah. Those, those are the two you spots. You do give up the two two spots I mean, is it uh, is Indianapolis... <laughs> Dude, there is... Those. I mean, it's there's some other... Like the JW Marriott Bar. Like, there's a few others, but it's those two spots. Do they bring in... Because for Super Bowl, this is done. Do you bring in, what, well, oxygen? No. Yes, strippers. Yeah. No. Like, exotic Jesus. exotic dancers. You know? Because they'll bring in for Super Bowl... Who's like, they? Well, I mean, like, the host cities. You know, The like, host cities bring in... Adult entertainers? No, not not adult entertainers. Um, you know, exotic dancers. That's adult. Well, entertainment. I, when when when, I'm, when you're talking adult entertainment, I'm thinking, uh, you know, I just want to know who are they? Who's paying them? Well, no, I just they you know, putting these them up clubs, somewhere. Where they putting the, them up? These clubs, when there's big events uh, in in host cities, they will bring in. Uh, I've never heard of you know this. Uh, more more women, and I just wonder is that done in Indianapolis? In Indianapolis, or is that it more so the uh, steakhouses and chauvinistic? What do you mean statement of? 
ever heard what are you in my entire about? life on on live television or well, radio. Baby. <laughs> so no, that's oh not my god! I've so never wrong. heard of this. It's a legitimate question. We love you long time. Is it, is it viewed I've as heard of, I've heard of player imports. I've never heard of them imports. <laughs> What do you mean? You never, never heard a, of that? No. Oh man, come on! Quick uh, Google Brady, search. Brady, are you aware of this? Yeah, I'm not partaking in any of oh, this okay. conversation. Oh, right. oh, fair enough. I uh, just may not be a part of the upper echelons of no. people getting information. Yeah. Uh, let's go live to our. I am uh, up on the exotic dancer game insider Eddie Garcia for the latest. Eddie, well, I wasn't going to go right quite there, but Jonas, were you here when we had a host uh, get fired uh, because he interviewed a? prostitute at the super bowl oh wait what wow really yeah i mean oh wow how did he know how did he not know <laughs> i mean i mean which but, one is the better answer what, he he didn't he didn't have uh any cash on him and so he figured all right well i'll just uh here's an i'm just saying like what was like, the context of of the interview was it based off of the economics of super bowl week you can put it that way, yeah. Okay. You can put that's, it that way. That but that's be, not yeah. what got him. That's not what got him. Oh, that's yeah, not. That's, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, it feels like I did not know that story. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah he asked her a question, and it kind of related to what oh, some fans in Buffalo like to throw on the oh, right. field. Very oh. good. Very good. Uh, oh, there wow. it is. Um, yeah, just uh, just wondering. Just wondering what the uh, the combine uh, event is like there. Uh, so, uh, oh, wow. Yeah, very good. Uh, all right. It is uh, two pros and a cup of joe yeah. here Fox Sports yeah. Radio, brought to you by Discover. Yeah. Real credit card questions require real people, someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. All right, coming up next. Get them out um, of here, Jonas. Not exactly the ending that a lot of people were hoping for. We will get into Oh, really? Right here. <laughs> what right timing? Here on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. With Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox, weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here Lee, on FSR. Lee needs help. <laughs> so, so now Lee, Lee needs, needs some help. help. Uh, yeah, everybody needs help. Two, two down, four to go. <laughs> Brady and Lee are off the oh, list today. Uh, I'm surprised Jonas hasn't hit it for hey, certain Berto. Broadcast professional here. I don't no feel like Eddie about. G will make it on the list. <laughs> I'm certain I could end up on it. Oh, man. Maybe could have ended up on it already. You know, I don't know. Oh, it is. Um, Y'all need help. Though. All right. Coming up uh, in a little over 20 minutes from now, it is uh, a tradition. Uh, the FSR IR here on Fox Sports Radio as we talk about uh, reports of issues, injuries, ailments, things from over the uh, course of a busy weekend here on Fox Sports Radio. So we'll have that discussion with you here uh, before we get into uh, the not the perfect way to uh, to say goodbye. Uh, it is uh, we're, it is bracket season. It's right around the corner for college basketball and our coverage on Fox Sports Radio is powerful. Powered by Indeed, hiring, heating up. Indeed's hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post and instantly receive a short list of quality candidates on Indeed whose resumes match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Uh, speaking of college basketball, uh, Coach K's final home game in his illustrious career at Cameron Indoor Stadium over the weekend, and uh, they got smoked. 
by, by North Carolina. Oh man, what a uh, what a bummer. Uh, here was uh, here was Mike Shashevsky afterwards. Um, he was uh, <laughs> still uh, still very bothered uh, by what happened. Uh, he went back into the locker room uh, and then he came back out to give uh, his uh, speech uh, with all his legendary uh, players from his uh, his time there at Duke. Uh, here was Coach K. This isn't part of the program. This is impromptu by me. I'm sorry about this afternoon. That No, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. Let me just say it's unacceptable. Today was unacceptable, but the season has been very acceptable. I think he needed a few more minutes to cool off before he uh, took the mic. Uh, That was (laughs) – he was pissed. And and by the way, uh, here's to all those uh, betters out there who thought, oh, yeah, Coach K is last game and – Cameron Indoor, Thanks, uh, they're just going to wallop up uh, <laughs> on UNC. UNC, they're not going to come out there and put up a fight. And I, I believe the line closed at um, plus 11, plus 11 and a half in some books. So that was easy money. But the funny thing about it is, for anyone who was watching, he was, you know, as, as typical Coach K, a ton of respect, sportsmanship. He walked up to each UNC player and spoke to them, you know, shook their hand, looked them in their eyes, and then he beelined into the locker room. And you could tell he had the red ass going. Like, he was huh. fired up about this. And so when he came back out, they had it set up where he, he was supposed to sit down, they're going to play this video, all this stuff. But those words you just heard, he, he just like walked over, talked to him, like wanted the mic. He wanted the mic right away to just basically say, like, look, I can't get past this. Even the entire time, <laughs> once he sat down after he said that, you could see the look on his face like, this is the most bitter ending to how this all ends uh. for us. And, it, you know, I remember this with Barry Alvarez. They did this with Barry Alvarez, I think his last game in Wisconsin. I can't recall if it was Iowa who they're playing against, but they were up at halftime and they did this whole thing, right? This whole pregame thing and the family down there and the montage, all this stuff, right? And then they ended up blowing the halftime lead and losing the game. And it just there's some there's some sort of like bitterness to it that when it's your last time, your last lap, and you know these sorts of you know scenarios could play out. It's tough because that is his last game at Cameron Indoor as a coach. Mm. You know, they go to the ACC tournament, played in Brooklyn. He won't obviously be back for that. And then they go on, you know, the NCAA bracket, the March Madness, and they're not playing at home for that. So I just, it is kind of sad to see how it ends to a rival like that. I mean, it wasn't even like close. It wasn't like a last second shot. They played poorly. UNC beat the crap out of him, and that unfortunately will be his last memory there at Cameron Indoor. Mm. And and they couldn't close out. Of, like North Carolina just kept hitting shots, just kept hitting threes. Well, and, and th- that's why I feel like Duke's going to have a hard time. Even if and I, and I know they won the ACC regular season, but they're going to have a hard time winning it all this year. Even though that was what a lot of the fans were clamoring for. There's they're crying at Cameron Indoor. Uh, they can't shoot consistently well the way they need to. They're just—they're not that team, and I think they could be susceptible to losing to a team that that shoots as well as UNC did or anyone else for that matter. Do you think uh, 
Look, when it's all said and done, a couple years from now, he's got his national titles. He's got, you know, five. He's, uh, you know, just a, a successful career. One of the Is great he going to say retire? Is that where well, you're going? No, no, no. I'm not doing that. This top radio. You know you enjoy doing that with the greats. Yeah, I'm not going down that road. But do you think this loss is going to stay with him for a, a, a significant amount of time? Because I feel like – this really bothered him a lot, especially it's his arch rival, uh, you know, a, a double digit favorites at home. All his former players were there, all the greats from his national title teams throughout the course of his career. His family's there. I mean, it was one of the hottest tickets, uh, thousands upon thousands of dollars to even get into the building. Yeah, crazy. And it was all slanted towards. Mike Shashevsky, let's send him out a winner, and he got smoked. Hubert Davis was a player. Think about this. Player, whole career, done career, analyst, this, that, coaching. Now he's the coach of, of UNC. He's not even on the same – he's not in the same storybook in coaching as Mike Krzyzewski. It's not, yeah, it's, it's not it's a It's his first year at UNC. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not – so it's not even – to me, what I'm saying is, is if that was against Dean Smith, or you know, or yeah. something to that that extreme, then you say, you know what, that this one stings because you didn't want to go out to a pair that way. I, I think that losing to a young guy, and, and and he's not young, but a young coach in the game, losing to like the new guard of what's taking place. I don't. I just don't think people will remember it unless Hubert Davis turns his career into one. If this was the start of his legendary career, so to speak, and I still don't think that that would tarnish or stick with what the legacy of what Mike Shashevsky. I don't built. know, dude. I, I think guys who are wired like him, yeah, they never forget. I mean, you're talking about 42 years coaching, five national championships. I believe they won 15 ACC, you know, those regular season titles. Yeah. Um, this stuff doesn't leave him. It'll always stay with him because that's how they're wired. That's how they're geared and motivated. So I, I think that's one of the reasons why he was so frustrated after the fact. He probably knows in his mind at, at 75. And by the way, 75 years old. God, I pray I could look like that when I'm 75. Yeah, that guy yeah. looks like he's maybe 60. And he's like as sharp as can be still. It's pretty phenomenal when you think about how long he's done what he's done and how good a shape he's still in. I mean, he could coach another five years if he wanted to. His grandkids are probably almost grown. Or if yeah, not they are. I mean, grown, I mean, right? So I, I think he's They're I, out there. It might be <laughs> right. It, <laughs> it might it might sit with him a little bit in the in the initial, but I just think that again, he's got too much accomplishment. <laughs> My wife was but, like, "Why? Why is she wearing a crop top out there? Like she didn't know this is her granddad's last game." Like, oh, like, I, 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 yeah, I know what you're oh. talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah she, uh, my oh. wife was like, I "What?" Need, yeah. I didn't even need to take us down that. No, way. no, and, no. And, it was just it was it was a little odd because everybody seemed to be dressed up for the occasion, and yeah, um, yeah it was a, an interesting choice. Well, so here's where it relates. I used to do Coach K's show. Um, on, he, had, he had a show on Sirius, and I used to call in again. We talked some football and different stuff. And so I, I got to know him a little bit, and I, I've got three girls. He had three girls. And so we kind of can relate in that fashion, but he is as good of a human being oh, as awesome. you'll find. He, he is the best, like one mm. of the coolest, most down-to-earth, like team building, the things he talks about, about basketball. It's so applicable to like life, whether it's your, your marriage or work or – you know, your, your friends, just the things he talks about that matters and he really preaches are all things that are helping these basketball players far after their career is over with. So it's, um, it, it's sad because he is Duke. 
Like, like I'll, I'll go as far as saying this. When I was young, like, I loved Duke basketball. I did, too. And it was in part because, I yeah, him. I love Grant Hill. Okay, but you either loved or hated no, you, him. And, and that's the perfect – And that's, the, that's, that's the what he is. Deal. Yeah, yeah. But, but he was it. Like, he built that program. And, and really, you know, Grant Hill, which I don't think they'd won a national championship until Grant Hill got there, right? Yeah, well, yeah, the 91 and Grant Hill was a freshman, right. I, I believe. Yeah. So it's just it's, – it's remarkable to see what he had built, what they'd done – uh, over that period of time for, for a small school. It's not a big enrollment, not a big school, but they've built that brand up over time to be what it is, which yeah. is the most polarizing, I think, in college basketball. Yeah. Absolutely. Consistently most polarizing for certain. Yeah. Well, because it's the blue blood sort of uh, – You either you know, wanted to see him win or you wanted to see him lose. Like, I, mean, I, I remember like Bobby Hurley, Christian Leitner. Why uh, did everyone hate him? Leitner so much? He, he seemed to be like the most hated dude. Yeah. I, by the way, Leitner had actually a pretty decent NBA career, and nobody ever talks about that. He was an all-star. But because he was such a great college player – and, you know, listen – And a cool dude, uh, by yeah, the way. And, and also – He was a cool dude. Yeah, he was in Washington, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when you, um, you know, when you step on a guy's chest uh, in the middle of a game while he's on the floor, uh, you know, that, that might also be, uh, you know, part of the reason why they hate uh, Christian Leitner. I just think back in the day, if we want to address the 300-pound the – I won't put a color on the elephant in the room Why because because this, this is going to turn into a, a, one of those conversations. <laughs> I that's what, what I think people hate. Like the people who hated Duke hated that Bobby Hurley could uh, look the way that he looked and and watch you and beat UNLV because I, I mean if I'm comparing what Bobby Hurley looks like to what Greg, Greg Anthony. Anthony and 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 uh, Hunt looks like. Or if I'm comparing what Larry what, Johnson, Larry Johnson and Stacy Ogman, Ogman and, yeah. right, and Moses Scurry and Ackles to to what what you know those guys look like. I mean Grant Hill and and you got the other Davis out there. And, you know you got what like well, two da- what was it uh, Thomas Davis uh, right, and then there was another Davis as uh, well. Yeah, Brian uh, Davis. Yeah, I just you know to me you just looked at them and you like the black dudes that was on on Duke. You were like. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> well, what do you mean? Uh, like, you what, do you mean I, what do you mean, LeVar? I'm, I'm keeping it real with y'all. I'm just giving <laughs> y'all. I'm, I'm, yeah. Hey, hey, hey we going down the road for Coach Coach oh, Shashetsky. Look at him. <laughs> Elton look Brand up. was not going to be playing for Rachel. UNLV, Doc. <laughs> Elton Brand was was not going to be a part of the Fab Five. I, I'm just just being honest with you. Forget y'all. that though. Like like Christian Leitner was hated because they thought he was some preppy ass white boy, and, and he like, was from and Jersey, he was, and he yeah. was serving them up. <laughs> he's no, from but, Jersey. But I'm saying he wasn't that guy. No. Like they tried to make him out to be something he wasn't because of his hair or how he looked yes. because he was at Duke, yes. and he wasn't that. No. Like he he grew up a little rougher than that, and that's yeah. what people didn't realize. But nobody but, cared because no. he was at Duke. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody cares. Just, they just assumed because he was at Duke. But it's like, it's unbelievable. It's the greatest thing because Racist. you're. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> but but the idea that you couldn't beat them, like you're seeing the best of the best. Like you will never see five players as good as as UNLV. Oh wait, you'll never see five players better than the Fab Five. Yeah. I mean, you you take you look at all of them. I mean. The the runs with Arkansas, the the runs with with different teams out there, it was always Duke who was became the adversary to these up and comers. They disappear, 
and then Duke is still there. And I think that that's what people came to, to expect. The greatness of Duke was always going to be on the other side of it. And Shashevsky always maintained a certain look and a certain brand for Duke. And that's just what it is. I mean, to me, that's just what it is. Yeah, it's uh, it if just, people are being truly honest. Yeah, that's why they hated Duke. <laughs> what I just told you. Yeah, and well, and also serving you, them up, man. That UNLV team uh, was so good, and they dominated Duke the previous year. So when Duke went back and upset them in the Final Four, and a lot of people shocked. thought it was a lot of people thought it was some. If you remember it, there were some questionable deals in it, but in the end, it doesn't matter. Duke was always good enough to 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 do it. Yeah, that's the thing about it. Like, who else was out there that was good enough to do it? Like, oh, here comes the UNLV. No one will be able to beat them, right? You get into that tournament, and some strange reason, some way, somehow, you start looking at Duke. Like, man, Duke might be able to get them. And those were some of the most amazing games oh, to watch. Awesome. By the way, it was awesome. I mean, you forced Chris Re- Chris Weber to to call that fourth time out. They had them freshmen shook. They had them shook. Yeah. You know, but you wanted to see them win. Well, yeah. uh, Weber called the timeout against North Carolina. Was that Carolina? That, yeah, that yeah, was in 93. But in 92, North Carolina team. Uh, Duke beat Michigan by 20. I there mean, you blew go. them out. And just, that was with, who was that with? Were Mill Robinson and, and, and uh, uh, no, Glenn Robinson? That was, that was the, the Fab same Five. Fab Five. five. Yeah, yeah, five. It was in uh, 92. Yeah. yeah and, okay. I mean, just think about how many, and also the fact that, like, who's the best Duke player? In in to Duke go to history, the NBA. Grant Hill. Hill. I mean, as far as success at the NBA level, you would say Grant Hill, and his career wasn't a fraction of what a lot of people thought it was because of the ankle injuries, and and he had to completely change his style of play. A lot of people thought he would never play again. By the time he came, y'all back, think he's still Grant a good Hill player. in the history of the the Duke, Duke is, is better than Christian Leitner. Yeah, he's higher a- on M- the list. Yeah, NBA wise, yeah, better a- NBA, 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 yeah, oh, better okay, NBA okay. career. NBA career. Yeah, I mean, he was a seven time NBA yeah. All Star. Yeah, I was, I was just year. making sure we were. Cl- I and was clear. Look, you, well, you, hold on now. Where does Kyrie? Well, that's that's the thing. thing. Kyrie only played like six games at Duke. That's why people are. are <laughs> they don't even remember. He played one season. Don't be. No, I swear to God. Look at like look how a leech. Double check how many games Kyrie played at Duke. I almost I'm almost positive. He played like less than 10 games his entire time there because he was injured. And so he came back. Uh, let's go live to I know how many games Kyrie played at Duke Insider Lee to laugh at the latest. He only league. played 11 games. Okay. So in so college. Double him. 11 yeah, games know. in college. Yeah, you don't round but, up. But, round up a bit. But let me say this. He's already a seven-time NBA All-Star. He yeah. did win a championship too. It's like, I don't know, man. You start to kind of look at, again, Grant Hill's career was impacted by an injury. Yeah. And so that's the hard part. Um, whereas, I mean, look, Kyrie was first pick overall. Hill was third. Um, and, and I think as a scorer, Kyrie's been everything you'd hoped he would be. Now, the problem is we can't see to get him, get him on the court there in Brooklyn this well, year. Um, yeah. Anywhere else, but not yeah. Brooklyn. I just took yeah, an L in Boston yeah. with him on the court. Yeah, and look, Tatum, Jason Tatum's also uh, trying to make a push. Cause, uh, oh, yeah. He, 24 years old, uh, put up 50-plus yesterday. Yeah, so I, I think that. Tatum will end up being, but – Right now, I'd say it's a battle between those two. Yeah, if that's if that's fair to say. Uh, it's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on. I'm Fox going Sports with Trojan Radio. Langdon personally. Yeah, Trojan. You, you mean Trojan? Tra- 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 I meant Trojan. That's what, yeah. I told you I didn't like Duke. I didn't like Duke. Called him off the court. Yeah. <laughs> that's like what you call him the Washington you know, Commandos. You know, you know Trojan you know, Langdon. Funny, Lavar. I've never heard you say that word before. Interesting. Never. I hate Never hear it. 
is, uh, He's always walking around barefoot. Uh, uh, to Pittsburgh. LeVar will be making balloon animals uh, yeah. during the break. Uh, all right. Uh, like, what's up, this? <laughs> coming up next, uh, we are going to have the FSRIR uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, it's Eddie Garcia. I, I got to tell you, I did not think we would get a Moses Scurry reference on the show. Yeah. <laughs> that was fantastic. Eddie, Eddie how badass were those UNLV teams uh, in the early 90s? Uh, they were like an NBA team. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And yeah. uh, and they were paid like one, too, reportedly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the reports would say that. Hey, who cares? Yeah, it was probably good. so. It was fun. Thank you, Eddie. Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up next, it is another edition of the FSR IR. We're going to report some issues, injuries, ailments, you name it. It's been a long weekend. We'll have that for you right here at Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Mike check. Mike check. If you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game, what's good? This is national champion and former pro baller Chris Johnson. Let me tell you a little bit about my new series, KJ Live. KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real. And when I say real, I mean that real. I got legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To make your next move your best move and tap in with me on KJ Live wherever Get your podcast from. <laughs> it's two pros and a cup of Joe here, at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Lamar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox okay. with you here on FSR. Stop <laughs> making that up. Uh, we have got to more around the rumor mill uh, in the NFL world. We'll get to that here at top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now on FSR. Want to let you know, bracket season is right around the corner for college basketball, and our coverage on Fox Sports Radio is powered by Indeed. If cold candidate calls aren't turning into hot hiring leads, then you need Indeed because Indeed's powerful hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place find your next great hire visiting indeed.com slash credit after your sports weekend happens so it's time to get the fsr ir report all right so this is where we report any issues ailments injuries you name it from a long weekend uh sticks you got anything uh, you know this was a quiet weekend for me i i, I gotta be honest with you i, I made it through not hitting the IR, man. So no no injuries? Nothing like of note. Wrong steps? No nothing. wrong back steps. injuries like last time? Well, you know, my back is always sore. So That, that was means. hips too, though, back and hips. Yeah, hips are still sore. Yeah, yeah, I'm just sore. One muscle, you said? By the way. Yeah, I mean. He <laughs> was, was on that boat. Yeah, you know. He was. Uh, <laughs> you can't can have a, a growing pool from here and there, you know, from time to time. But <laughs> now nah, it was pretty good this week. Stay limber, my friend. Yeah, I am far from that. Uh, which way? Is the wind blowing? Just yeah. look. Well, there you go. Um, so, I mean, uh, you know, I will say this. You remember when you stubbed your toe on the curb? Yes. Uh, you were telling us uh, kicked, months ago. I kicked it. When you wear flip flops, you still have got a nick on your toe yeah, from that. From that from, yeah. <laughs> like you did. Oh. Like you did permanent damage on your did. foot. I mean, well, I was walking well, normal uh, and didn't second. see the, the the block. Yeah. Why are you looking at his feet? Jess? Yeah. Well, I do put them up in his face. Yeah. Though. Come on. What, what do you? I do uh, put them up. Really? You'll put them up. I but do like put 
not he has to look at them. Yeah, I kind of put him over in his space. I, I cross his fifty yard line. Yeah, when I I'm put just my saying, if you did that to me, I'm not looking at your feet, man. Truth, you me know? neither. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I might. Okay. I might. If you said like you said, your toes are like destroyed from from surgeries. I might look. I might look and be like, dang, that big toenail is jacked up, and then I'm out of there. So I I, I will say this, Jonas. <laughs> I did say my toe was jacked up. It was it was a bloody mess when I did it. So hey. I guess I'll accept you God, looking God, at my toes. God but. God forbid I you don't want to keep up with uh, you know injuries. You but, know, but I'm, other Brady's but got otherwise, injuries. but hold on. But otherwise, that out. is a tad bit like strange, man. I am and I'm watching you now. I'm just being honest. <laughs> I mean, like don't be checking my toes. Yeah, there are bro. there are worse things to check like, out. Like yeah, you know, I don't know. You, you know. might be a descendant of Rex. Right. You know. Yeah. He's got like a size 19 shoe. He, he puts his feet up on the desk. It looks like a surfboard. And, yeah, and I just I know there there's a, it's a little banged up. And the, the fact that my feet are not that long and, and don't look like surfboards oh. really, really concerns me. Right. You very know? good. Uh, You've created uh, this mental fantasy uh, of what very, my feet look like. Good, I'm, uh, I'm a tab, uh, you know. All right. Very good. Okay. Uh, now it, I'm on the IR. Uh, Brady, go. got a, Brady got an IR uh, <laughs> traveling back from uh, from Indianapolis. Uh, not, not much, man. Yeah. Like, So I was in Denver, obviously, as we talked about last week, for my, my brother-in-law's 1,000th game. You know, you're out there. It's, it's cold. It was actually a little – it wasn't that cold. But it was dry as all, as all get out. Then I go to Indianapolis, and it's – now that that was cold. And it not, not so much dry, but it's just – the changing the weather and all that stuff, I kind of got a little bit of congestion, a little, little cold. You know, I'm going to pick something up there in Indianapolis, mm. but uh, feel, feeling fine. I mean, it's called too cold. Yeah. It's a virus it like, called too cold. I, I've become a, a big wuss when it comes to apparently weather change because I'm, I live in South Florida. So now I've just yeah. weakened my immune system. Yeah, they call it the number two C-O-L-D, like like C-O-V-I-D-19. Yeah. Like it's the same right. deal. Yeah, I was just going to say you that. Know. Now, 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 so now I can't cough in public. Otherwise, you know, oh, bro. So people yeah. are going to give me the Is that the worst? Got to oh, be careful God. now. Man, when I'm on the airplane, like I was on the airplane this, this past week, and I'm on there and it's like, <laughs> like I'll start laughing in my, my voice like I start getting tickles in my voice and I got a cough and I coughed without like thinking about the whole cough thing anymore and people will turn and look at you like oh my gosh like, I mean I can't believe you just coughed like that look it's the uh, wildest uh, people get cough shamed now yeah, they do. Look, I, when we, it feels like we're we're entering, uh, you know, the final stage of the, uh, you know, the hysteria that is COVID and all that. And I'm not trying to dis- dismiss it because I do think some good things. First of all, good things are going to come out of it in the sense that we should have always had hand sanitizer at every building you walked like, into. Imagine like washing your hands after you go to the restroom. I mean, yeah. just imagine <laughs> that. Like now, that's a thing that that people really pay global, attention to doing. We needed a global pandemic. Yeah. To remind people how to wash their hands. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, I mean, you know, those are good things. But man, if if we're at the stage now to where if somebody you know coughs or uh, you know uh, does something uh, you know like that in public, they're now going to get shamed for it. I mean, what are we talking about? I mean, it's bad. like get it together. Even not wearing yeah. a mask. Like is, I said, like my face used to scare people years ago. Not having anything on it. Now I can walk around with a mask on. A mask, and I don't scare you. Do you think gum sales have dropped? 
No. Okay. Because you got to smell your own funky breath now. Yeah, but but people. You're going to wear, you're going to use Tic Tacs and certs and, okay, but, and, and but, gum. But people are okay with smelling their own breath. It's somebody else's. No way. And, and with the mask, if you don't your have to breath, smell anything. It, well, with that mask Just on, saying, man. that breath gets exposed to you. You didn't think that your breath was that bad you until you had a mask on. I think uh, sales of white underwear because now men are more apt to just, you know, let it rip because yeah. they thought no one could smell <laughs> that is the very mask true. off. And now everyone's taking the mask off and they're like, oh no, they're trying to hold it in. Yeah. They're just having some accidents. <laughs> you know, Jonas knows about this. Which, yeah. he's, he's, he's a part of Skid Row. Yeah. So which, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Hershey Squirt. People love bragging uh, about that too. By the way, yeah. letting it rip because of the mask thing. <laughs> People love even. that. Not anymore, man. I just can't even. Do you uh, get mortified yeah. when you let it go and hey, you and somebody uh, takes their mask off for yeah, for a few us. seconds hey, to eat some food? Hey, hey Lavar, look at my new screensaver. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a pogo stick. Oh my god, it's a pogo stick. I'm Lamar. taking a break. <laughs> <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.